The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, Farlanders. My name is Kurt, and welcome back to Farlands or Bust. This is episode 831. Let's break out of the hidey hole to nothing unusual in particular. This is totally not where episode 830 ended, that's for sure. Right, Wolfie? That's because we did some monument building in the meantime. Uh, the the stream where we did this should already be up on the YouTubes uh, because this episode, episode 831, is going to come out on Saturday, June 18th, 2022. This one being recorded live on Twitch, of course, where we are going to continue walking to the Far Lands west here in Minecraft Beta 173. But first, I need to show off for posterity sake and for the record put it down on the official far lands or bus record in an official episode here my giant birthday cake that sounds pleasant big old birthday cake in the sky it would be a little bit more dramatic if there were some clouds in the sky but yeah, we uh, we did a stream the day before my actual birthday, and this was the girlfriend's idea, is that I make a cake. She said I should make a cupcake, but then I would have had to have some sort of creative idea and uh, artistic talent <laughs> idea. Um, so I just made a Minecraft cake. I made a Minecraft cake. We found this neat neat area up here near the world height build limit, uh, above the clouds as they are rolling in, and built a, a two-scale, not really to scale, giant Minecraft cake. Put a real Minecraft cake on it. That means we waited around for an, an egg to pop out of a chicken. We milked three cows. I need to refill my bucket with water. Got a bunch of wool. I made a, a very specific number of candles on this cake. Indeed. So yes, monument, monument, monument ho. Watch, watch where you're walking. Also, not to uh, belabor the point, but hidden. Hidden within one of six, one of six golden apples we found this entire time, all of 11 years. We are leaving behind one of the golden apples, mostly to make room in our inventory for more important things. And also I'm wearing a birthday crown. Birthday crown. I'm leaving behind my iron helmet and other stuff. So yeah, leaving this one behind. Because clearly 
Golden apples perhaps are not as valuable as we initially thought they might be. Uh, valuable or rare. Uh, so yeah, we're leaving this behind. Uh, I figured I'd show it off on an official episode. That stream is up, like I said, on YouTube, uh, the VOD, uh, where we actually built this, if you're wanting to see what that looks like. Um, so yeah. Happy birthday to me. And boy, it was a birthday. Boy, it was a birthday all right. Blood was shed. Stitches were had. Yurts were curted. <laughs> Yurts were curted. Yurted were curted. Curted was yurted. Um, tires were patched. It was the best of times. It was the blurst of times. So yeah, this, I thought this place was neat with the, like being like above the clouds. Uh, we, I, I'm not. I haven't brought Wolfie up here just because I don't trust that noodle to not go gallivanting off the edge and dying. Um. So yeah. One for the record books. One for the overviewer map that will never exist. So let us get back down more stable ground. Grab Wolfie. Uh, this was an... I accidentally made an extra workbench, so we're just gonna leave that behind, I guess. Man, I feel like I'm missing something. <laughs> Could it be that golden apple? Uh, but yeah, let's grab Wolfie and continue west which is according to the compass this way towards the far lands so long youth all of my youth it has been entombed <laughs> in that monument and we shall leave it behind never to return never able to return lost forever to all of eternity. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Indeed. So where do I even begin? I don't think I can get another sight of it anymore. The clouds. The clouds. Nope, it's gone. Can't 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 don't even wanna don't don't even wanna bother to try to look back. <laughs> Ah, not oh, there it is. Just a glimpse through the clouds. Nary, nary a, a vision, a vista. Was it all a dream? Did any of this actually happen? This is not my beautiful house. Where is my large automobile? I actually see it from pretty far. <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't even look abnormal from this distance. Uh you know what does look abnormal? Four stitches in your hand. Four stitches in your hand. Stay tuned after this commercial break to learn whose hand it is in the stitches that is. <laughs> no. Um Yeah. So we did this stream the day before my birthday. 
Um, and then the day of my birthday, and the following days, I took off of streaming. Because uh, the girlfriend planned a little getaway. For the birthday. Um, but first it was a just, it was, it started as a normal Sunday. I was leaving to take Juno on a walk. My girlfriend was staying home to bake me a birthday cake. I made sure she didn't want or need my help. And then I went out to walk Juno. Whilst driving, I noticed my tire pressure light went on. Turned on. So this was distressing. On my birthday. So I was planning to like pull over into a parking lot somewhere to take a look at my tires. And then I got a phone call as I was driving from the girlfriend. She said, you need to turn around and come back home right now. Because I think I need stitches. And also, the cake is in the oven and I'm unable to get it out. Because I cut myself while baking your cake. Oh, the stress. <laughs> the stress went from zero to hero all of a sudden. Flat tire? Broken girlfriend? <laughs> Both my tire and the girlfriend got punctured. Um, you're not going to get that? There you go. No? Okay, I guess I'll do the work. Cakes are dangerous. They are very sharp. Um, so yeah. So I was I I pulled over as I had already planned to to check on my tires and sure enough my tire was very low on air like down to 20 pounds and there was a very uh very suspicious wood screw sticking out of the top of it. I'm like well ain't that annoying on account of the fact that we have a road trip tomorrow to go to our getaway. And now it's a Sunday and none of the tire places are open to repair a flat tire. And now I also might need to go to the emergency room with the girlfriend. <laughs> so remember how before I was talking about how I'm really good at catastrophizing? I don't know if it's internal. I think that's just like what happens. <laughs> I think I don't I don't think that's a, a, an internal problem. That's simply uh from external uh, scenarios and situations. Uh, so yeah, let's go to sleep suspensefully and continue in the morning. And awakeness. So anyway, don't forget that. Uh, I reinflate the tire as best I can to at least like safely make the journey back home. Uh, and then I got another call from the girlfriend and she was like, you know what? I think it's fine. I think it's fine. It stopped bleeding. <laughs> I wrapped it up and I was able to get the cake out of the oven. I think I'll be fine. I don't think it's as bad as I thought it was. It was just a lot of blood. She said she was doing the dishes like after completing the cake and the large glass mixing bowl. She had uh, washed and rinsed and put up on the drying rack and it slipped off the drying rack and she went to catch it. She went to catch it, and that was that was the uh, that was the the movement that did it. 
in going to catch it, it shattered against the sink and the action of trying to catch it and now trying to catch what has stopped being a bowl and has become many multiple shards of sharp broken glass. Uh, the sharp broken glass went into her palm. Um, so that's how it happened. <laughs> but she said she was fine and I'm like, okay, well, I also have a flat tire and it's Sunday. So that's a problem. So I ended up continuing on and walked to Juno. Uh, the tire held air. It like lost four pounds in the... since I inflated it. So, uh, yeah, I went home. The girlfriend's like, don't worry about the tire. We can either take my car, her car, uh, or I'll get up early tomorrow when the tire place opens at 8. We don't gotta leave first thing in the morning. Uh, and, you know, we'll get the, the tire patched Monday morning. Uh, be like first in line. I'm like, okay. So we went about, went about, went upon, went about? Went about, that's it. What What's this about? Went about our business. Uh, I was making more buns. More of my gluten-free hamburger and uh, hot dog buns because uh, we we're gonna bring them with. Uh, so I was doing that. Uh, it didn't. They didn't turn out great this time. So that was frustrating. <laughs> uh, but then later in the day, the girlfriend decided to like unwrap and then like to check it out her hand. Uh, and uh, in unwrapping it, she looked at it and she's like, "Hmm, no, I think I'm gonna need stitches." Like it happened earlier, and then this was like maybe 6 p.m. She's like, no, I'm gonna need stitches. There's some uh, inside stuff that is now outside that uh, does 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 not need to be outside. And probably should not be outside. So I'm gonna need stitches. So everything was back up in the air again. <laughs> Uh, like she had planned on making me a special dinner and everything. I mean, the cake turned out great. She finished making the cake with a busted wing. There's a vanilla strawberry situation that I requested. With like strawberry filling. Very good cake. Very fancy looking cake. I posted pictures. Uh, cake good. Uh, hand not good. So I'm like, I, I, I've never needed stitches, uh, but she said we should go to an emergency room because that's what tends not to be the sort of thing. Strawberry or blood? That's what I mean. You never know. Fortified with iron and essential minerals. Uh, so we went to the emergency room and all I've ever heard of emergency rooms is like the long waits and like just annoyingness. But uh, we found an emergency room and got there at the right time because they like took her right away. Um, and then they came in to like, they're like, yep, yeah, that should have stitches. Uh, and they came in and we're gonna do it. I'm like, nope, this is where I exit. This is where I exit the, the room. This is where I stop being helpful. Uh, we drove her car, by the way. My car still had a nail in the tire. So I went out. Because all this, all this time, my like mom and dad and family members have been calling me to wish me happy birthday, and I was too busy driving the girlfriend to an emergency room. 
Um, so I went out in the parking lot and sat in the car and called my parents and we're like talking to them. Oh, happy birthday. How's everything going? Well, everything's fine. Let me preface it with that. Everybody's fine, but I'm at the emergency room. <laughs> and I told them the story I just told you. Uh, but anyway, yeah, they had her like in and out of there in like about 30 minutes. Like, it could have been a lot worse just like with the annoyance of having to go to a emergency room. Uh, I mean, and also the injury could have been a lot worse. It was like right on the lower part of her outside palm. A few inches lower, it would have been an important piece of tubing, I think, that goes through your wrist. Um, but yeah, she had to get four stitches uh, in her palm. And... Uh, yeah, we drove home and still had time. You made me a nice, fancy, homemade macaroni and cheese with sausage and then like a baked macaroni and cheese. So she like baked it and had the crunchy top. That was very good. And then of course the cake was very good. And then uh, we went uh, the next morning. She, I offered to, but she got up and at 8 a.m. went to the, the to the tire place, and they fixed the tire in like half an hour, which still had me like, because like, oh, we gotta still drive like a hundred miles or whatever it was. <laughs> um, but no, they fixed the fixed the puncture. Same place I had it fixed before. Packed up everything, packed up the dog, uh, and we went down to the Columbia River Gorge, which is what borders Washington State and Oregon State. There's a lot of very neat. It's a gorge, so there's very neat like waterfalls and stuff along the way. Um, it was raining quite a bit, which was fine. Uh, but yeah, we saw a bunch of the waterfalls. Yeah, apparently they're doing like a timed entry thing where you just gotta pay two dollars just so they limit the amount of traffic through the gorge, like through the scenic highway. Stitches for the girlfriend and stitches for the tire. I hope they didn't use stitches. I hope they used the plug. But, uh... Yeah, we went through there. Saw a bunch of waterfalls. Got rained on. Um... And then we went and she rented a yurt! A yurt for Kurt. She's basically trying to find a a more comfortable way to get me into camping <laughs> that isn't quite sleeping on the hard cold ground uh in the middle of a forest uh yes we did do the Mult Multnoma falls i'll be posting a picture on instagram or something she got a good picture of me on the bridge from beneath the bridge for those of you who know what that is um This was like a solo yurt that was just on some people's property, like in the middle of nowhere on the Washington side of the gorge. 
and like literally the middle of nowhere. Um, it was by itself. Uh, so yeah, she got a yurt. It was uh it was it's it's a it was a big yurt, a modern yurt. Uh, it had a big glass, well, maybe not glass, but a big glass dome in the middle um, to like look out of. And then, uh, but yeah, the the good, like fine and good for not needing to like set up and bring a bunch of camping stuff and a tent and whatever. Um, not so, it's still very primitive. No running water. There was no running water at the yurt. There's just a a well spigot outside. And uh, no, uh, what I would describe as a primitive bathroom situation. An outhouse is an outhouse. They describe it as a composting toilet. When it really is a hole. It's a hole in the ground. <laughs> it was just a hole in the ground with an outhouse built over it. I'm not a particular fan of. Not a particular fan of. Mostly because I didn't want to go out at night. Listen, I'm old. I gotta, I gotta pee in the middle of the night. I also have to wear corrective lenses and I forgot my glasses. I don't want to be fumbling about in the middle of the night. Trying to find a hole to pee in. Um, so yeah, that... I mean, I I could have dealt with that. I did dealt with that. But the biggest issue was the bed situation. Didn't have a real bed. Just had a pull-out convertible couch bed. And everybody knows those are absolutely horrible. This one was especially horrible. Because it was like a rental yurt. Much less comfortable than the flob bed, which I'm about to use right now. <laughs> and awakeness. And continuing on. Uh, but yeah, this one in particular had, was like sinking and uneven and was very, very, very uncomfortable. And also it was very windy that first night. And a yurt makes some fun noises when it's very, very windy. I mean, it's generally very windy in the gorge anyway, but it was very windy. I couldn't sleep. Juno was freaking out in the bed. Whoa, hey, guy. Speaking of freaking out, <laughs> what's that guy up to? Come on now. <laughs> Rude dude. Uh, no, that first night was not good at the yurt. Whoa! Screenshot. <laughs> what does this guy think he's doing? Trying to tell my yurt story, guy. See, that's what's at the bottom of a composting toilet. Um, so yes, yeah, so there was a lot of whappa, 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 and whoop, 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 you know. So that was annoying. I was ready to throw in the towel and be like, can we just go home? <laughs> I was un I was displeased. Um, also, I need some of your guys's like input on like meals to make when camping or when all you have is a camp stove. 
stoves, like a propane camp stove, which is all that they had there were the little portable propane camp stoves to use. Because mind you, we had uh, the homemade mac and cheese for my birthday. All we could think of bringing to eat at the yurt was grilled cheese and soup. Uh, and then the second day we had beans and franks, which is why I brought the hot dog buns. Look for one pan recipes. Yeah, it's also difficult because there's no refrigerator. So like having fresh or need to be refrigerated foods is difficult as well. We just have, I mean, I have a large cooler, but we just have like a small cooler that we bring with. Yeah, I guess cooking things beforehand and then reheating them is a good idea. So yeah, I'm not I'm not thrilled about like our food ideas. But we'll have to up that. It's it's kind of it's just one of the things like huh, I could get a terrible night's sleep in a very uncomfortable bed with very loud flappy flappy noises. It's also bright. Most of the windows on the yurt had curtains on them, but the big dome in the middle and the front door had windows that weren't covered. So it was just bright at night, and I need darkness. Much darkness. Um, so like, yeah, we could have a crappy night's sleep and like eat really crappy and poorly heated up food. Or, get this, we could not. <laughs> That's my feeling about camping at this point. Yurtons? <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, we need some blackout yurtons. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, I mean the weather was great there. Once you get past into the gorge, uh, like past all like the the mountainy bits that the rain gets trapped in, it gets very dry and nice. And we had a nice hike. There was a lot of wildflowers. She was most interested in the wildflowers. She just took her wildflower class and learned all about the Pacific Northwest wildflowers and was finding all these interesting and rare wildflowers and things, and like collecting them and flattening them in, in her book. Uh, so like that was nice and it got nice. And we went to one of the small little towns and got a coffee and she got me a gluten-free brownie to make me feel better. I was kind of cranky. I was kind of cranky that second day. I, I will admit. No sleep. And bad food makes Kurt something something. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was a little bit rough. Um, but then the next night, the second night, it wasn't as windy. It wasn't at all windy, honestly, um, which was nice. And we also decided we slept upside down. So like upside down on the bed, <laughs> like like a bat. No, like where you think when you sleep on a convertible bed, you normally put your head on the couch side. We did it the other way. And the, the sinkiness and unevenness of the mattress and bed uh, was less annoying there. It did mean that the bar was straight through my my rib cage, the, the convertible bed bar. Um, but slept. I mean, I also did take two sleeping uh, pills, two uh, two melatonins. So that might have had something to do with it too. Also, we were very tired. We were outside walking around all day. 
It was very sunny. I got sun on my face. It was very windy still during the day, so we were very windswept. It did have a very nice, there's a hill you could climb up and a little bench on the top of the hill. And you see the surrounding rolling hills and watch the sunset. And you can see Mount Hood and Mount Rainier on either side of you. I mean, it was a nice place. It was a nice place. Don't get me wrong. But with like a few improvements. Yeah, that, I mean, that we we were about ready to try to just take the mattress off and sleep on the floor or something, but I think we we, we troubleshot it to a point of acceptance. We also, we, we did take one of the cushions off of one of the other seats and put it on the ground and forced Juno to sleep there instead of in the bed, which also probably helped quite a bit. She, she takes up a good uh, three square acres of space wherever Juno sleeps. Is what she does. <laughs> Indeed. So yeah, and then uh, the next day we just uh, came home. I like feel like we could have done more out there, like maybe gone back through and seen the waterfalls again on a day where it wasn't raining. Look at that guy. Oh, I thought he was up on his own little perch. Okay, you're less impressive now that I see you in your environment. But now we got back home, and uh, no, no problems with the car or the tire. Um, her stitches held up fine, and I think she's get gets them out tomorrow. Everything's healed up nicely. Although now I'm in, I, I, we, we, we need another big, big mixing bowl. That's where I, that's where I mix my breads. Big, big old mixing bowl. Maybe I should get a big old mixing bowl with a big old mixer attached to it. Full scar potential. Maybe? I don't know. I don't think so, but I don't know. It seems to have healed up quite nicely and evenly. Might be a scar. I've never, myself, I've never had stitches. Like, aside from, like, you know, the stitches you get when you get your wisdom teeth removed. Oral stitches. I mean, the only kind of like hope this isn't a problem thing in the future is like the health insurance thing because she's a student. She doesn't make any money now, so she's on like the state health insurance and like this is a fun American thing. I need to go to the emergency room. Uh, maybe we need to look up which emergency room our insurance covers first. <laughs> That's... That's a fun time. That makes you re feel real good about the whole society we live in. That's very fun. <laughs> ZK would have gotten stitches for his finger, but there wasn't enough skin left. So what did they use? <laughs> Parchment paper! So yeah, I don't know. Her health insurance said just go to the nearest emergency room, so I hope that means anything is fine. We'll see! And that was my birthday in a nutshell. Oh yeah, I also, when, I, when we got home, uh... 
I had a tick attached to my knee cap. Because it was it is a very dry, very grassy area that we were running through and walking through all the wildflowers and whatnot. So ticks were known to be a thing out there. But I'm the only one who got one. Right on my knee. Juno was fine. I gave her her treatment before we went just because we knew. It was just and it was just a, a dog tick, not like a Lyme disease tick. Not no, not a deer tick. The deer ticks are the ones you gotta be like, uh oh. Why didn't I get a treatment? I know I gave it to her. I should have gotten some residual frontline protection <laughs> or whatever one I used. Next guard. And that was my summer vacation. <laughs> oh man. All right, let me let me find a place to make a hidey hole here. I did get some feedback that the the 33 35 minute 3 day episodes are a little bit more consumable than the 4 day episodes. I think particularly in podcast form. But I think I'll Figure that out. No, oh, no, that's a bummer. All right, quickly now. All my tools are broken. I was too busy making a cake to care. About the durability on my tools and my butter hat. And now I will never leave the house again. I will, I mean, we're tr we're figuring it out. That's what the girlfriend was saying. Is that like, each time we go do something, like, she doesn't care. She sleeps in her car when she camps. And it's a, not a big car. <laughs> um, but like... She wants me to get out there and do more stuff like that. So every maybe a place with running water and not a, a pull-out couch bed. Would be good. A little bit more of a glamping situation. This was kind of advertised as glamping, but it was... It was a yurt. It was very much... A primitive situation, I feel, if that word is even fine to use, but uh, let's make another shovel while I'm at it. A hotel room? I do dig a hotel room. I mean, a hotel room probably would have been fine in this scenario. I could see in situations where, like, being out in the wilderness near like that's your destination like the grand canyon didn't mind the grand canyon camping so much and they have cabins there like cabins little cabin huts you can rent if you don't want to tent at the campsite so like that would be nice to, 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 to use a, a cabiny situation and still be close but this one there were Within 20 minutes, there were the little towns that have actual, like, hotels and B&Bs and things like that. Um, so yeah, we're figuring it out. 
We're slowly figuring it out. But yeah, that was a nice little getaway. Oh. A very exciting series of events uh, for my birthday and also like kind of before the girlfriend starts her summer job where uh, we won't be able to do anything like that uh, for the rest of the summer. But we will be able to continue Farlands or Busts, which is exactly what we're going to do. Uh, and I do appreciate you coming along for the ride here in episode 831. I hope you enjoyed. Like, favorite, subscribe, and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying. Uh, thank you to my Patreons for continuing to support over at patreon.com slash kurtjmac. One of these days I'm going to figure out how to do credits, like a rolling credit sequence at the end of these episodes for patrons. Uh, but it's very difficult to figure out on your own. <laughs> uh, so yeah, thank you so much for watching. My name is Kurt. I will see you next time. <laughs>